0: You pulled up in a really nice vehicle. Mm-hmm. Did you pay cash for it or <laughs> are you financing that vehicle? I don't vehicle?
1: think you want to go down that rabbit hole.
0: I kind of do. You because, sure? well, yeah, I mean, you're going to talk the talk, walk the walk. I want to know. I haven't
1: paid for that vehicle.
0: Okay, first of all, that's a $150,000 car outside.
1: I know a thing or two about a thing or two.
0: Tell me more.
1: <laughs> so, consumer laws, learning consumer laws. So,
0: you are one of those people. Welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins. And if I'm being totally transparent with you today, this is my third time doing this because I keep on messing up. Anyway, Full Transparency gives you a fly on the wall perspective of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs, people who are doing great things, um, a little different than what you see on other platforms. I like to really dig in with my guests and understand the journey and the mindset and everything it took to get where you are the highs and the lows. And today, I am sitting here with a phenomenal guest who um, we've been in passing over the years quite frequently, but we've never really had an opportunity um, more than twice to have like a real conversation. So you'll be getting to know uh, the great things about Mr. Durain Delevante while I am getting to know these things as well. But can I go back and call you D? Because this is pressure for me. Sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. Pass.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to. We've, we've introduced you, Mr. Derrane Delevante.
1: Well, I mean, I do like the way it rolls off your tongue.
0: I love your name. You have a really powerful name. You ever, you ever heard somebody's name and you're like, your name sounds famous or it sounds important, it sounds powerful, Derrane Delevante, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Well, let me reintroduce myself. <laughs> Hello. Hello. My name is Doreen DeLevante. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's
0: a pleasure to meet you. How are you doing today?
1: Every day is the best day of my life. I'm doing well. Even better now that I'm speaking to you.
0: Every day is the best day of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it really?
1: It is. One million percent.
0: How do you make sure of that?
1: Because I control my own energy. Mm -hmm. I am not influenced by outside people at all.
0: I don't know if I'm buying that, D. So somebody comes up to you outside and pushes you very hard and aggressively, you're not controlled by that?
1: Not really. Um, well, the first thing I wanna know is why?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what's your problem?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It don't mean I'm gonna throw off my energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Ain't got no time for that.
0: Every day is the best day of my life. I often tell people, make it a great day. Like, even if it's a bad day, figure out a way to make it a, a, a great day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do this practice where my alarm goes off on my phone every single day at mm. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is a it's a gratitude alarm. Mm. And when that alarm goes off, I have to stop in real time and remind myself of something that I am grateful for that's relevant to that day. And Interesting. I do this because... Um, you know how sometimes you get like to the end of the year or the top of a new year and you're analyzing what you've done all year or the year before. And you're like, man, I really didn't hit these metrics. I didn't Mm -hmm. hit these goals. And you start being really down on yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, last year I went through a period where I had to get away at the end of last year. I went through a a breakup. It Mm -hmm. didn't end well. And, um, business was overwhelming. We had a lot going on and I just needed to get away. And I was reading a book. Um, I don't remember what book I was reading. It wasn't my book. It was a book in the hotel. I just love books. I'm reading this book and it says, always remember to be grateful. And I started writing. It suggested that you write out all these things that you have to be grateful for, the small details. Mm -hmm. And I'm writing out all these things. And I'm like, wow, we have so much to be grateful for when we think things aren't going the way that we want them to go. So if you had to say that you were grateful for something, I know today is still early Mm-hmm. But if you had to say that you were grateful for something today, like that's relevant for today, what would that be?
1: It's the, it's the most common thing that everybody takes for granted, the fact that I woke up. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the biggest things because if you can wake up, if you can look up and you can get up, there's really nothing that you cannot do. Mm-hmm. Like, the mind is the single most powerful tool ever created. Mm-hmm. Everything in existence today was birthed in the mind of someone Mm -hmm. so if you are able to control your energy you can control your mind Mm -hmm. your mind controls everything else the way you feel how you interact with people and the type of energy you pull in yeah like people don't know that your brain is a big antenna and your mind programs the frequencies that either gets emitted or received
0: Mm. i
1: like my peace so i control what happens around me.
0: We're talking about frequencies and energy and all of that stuff. You're speaking my language right now. Don't let me let do you pray? I do. Okay. So I want to take your gratitude one step further because what I teach my mentees and even my clients is with this gratitude. I have everybody on this gratitude exercise. Mm. But you can't express at the time of this alarm. It can't be I'm grateful for life or family or health. Most people pray about those things anyway, and they think, God, God, thank you for life. Thank you for waking me up. It needs to be something very specific. So it could be like, I'm grateful for this delicious breakfast that I had this morning. I am grateful that I had time to actually have breakfast when I'm usually rushing. I'm grateful for this interview and allowing it to uh, allow us to get to know each other on a deeper level. So we're going to bring that back real quick. Mm. If you have to be grateful for something as it specifically relates to today.
1: Right relating to today hmm well one i am grateful to be here with you you are quite beautiful thank you um the next thing would be um a gift that i have and i just give thanks for it every day i have a gift of comprehension Mm -hmm. and um a lot of people will say well what does that mean I have the ability to see something for the first time and just know what it means, what it's saying. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so good at consumer law, even though I got a high school diploma and you put me on stage with a consumer lawyer, Mm -hmm. you'll see who comes out on top, just saying. But um, just the mere fact that Solomon, King Solomon, Mm -hmm. his prayer to the Lord, to the Most High, was give me wisdom and understanding. Mm -hmm. That's all he wanted, and that's all I want that prayer everything else comes with it mm-hmm. and and one of the biggest things as I said before is learning how to control my own energy yeah. it is such a huge thing and every day I have to give thanks that stuff that would throw everybody else off it really I'm like all right whatever yeah it just it doesn't bother me I just don't care what people think about me I do Don't care. If you're not cutting that check or you're putting them zeros in my bank account, I honestly don't care what your opinion is. Mm -hmm. I don't. I just don't.
0: You know, we say that. um, We throw that out like, I really don't care what you think. I really don't, blah, 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 blah. And I don't think, I think people say that sometimes as a defense mechanism. I think you really care very much sometimes. But what I will say to those of you who are watching this and getting to know Durain for the very first time, Every time I see you, like you march to the beat of your own drum, you're usually flowing solo. You're by yourself. You are not afraid to get in front of the right faces, the right people. You make moves very quickly and you are, I mean, even the business that you're in, it's a model that is highly scrutinized, right? Mm -hmm. People don't understand it, myself included, so we're going to talk about that today. Um, and, And you keep, going and, and doing you and being you. What what helped you become this, um, maybe the word is confident, like there's so many men and women who struggle with confidence. What helped you to, de- to develop this level of confidence that says, what you think of me doesn't matter. I know what I think of me.
1: So the greatest investment you will ever make is an investment in yourself. Mm-hmm. And earlier... Um, when I was younger, I was always that odd child. Mm -hmm. So whatever everybody else, for some reason, I wanted to do the opposite. I never liked doing anything that everybody does. It just never sat with me. So growing up, I had to learn how to become the person that I am now. Because when all the boys were playing marble and, and soccer and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. I was either studying or I was with their sister somewhere. Oh, my God. Oh my I'm just giving, I'm just telling. I, I just never found interest in all the other <laughs> you stuff. You
0: can't just skate over that. I was either studying or with their sister somewhere.
1: Because they thought I was gay when I was young.
0: So you. Because I
1: never played marble. I never did soccer. I, never, I wasn't into sports. I'm still not.
0: Got you. So you just hung with the girls because you were more comfortable You weren't saying that you were with their sister. You were just with their sister.
1: No, I was with their sister.
0: Oh, moving right along. So you weren't playing marble. Where is this accent from? I'm Jamaican. You're Jamaican. Were you raised in Jamaica?
1: Yes, for 20 years.
0: Okay. All right. Love your Real
1: island boy. not No fake island boy.
0: Where in Jamaica? Manchester. Manchester. Is that near uh, Montego Bay?
1: Uh, Not far away. It's like two hours. I'm in the middle south. Mm. So middle of the island, south.
0: So I have experienced Jamaica twice, I believe, and I want to go back. I have this thing where I enjoy traveling just for food. I'm originally from New Orleans, mm-hmm. so I go um, maybe twice a year. I have a girlfriend. That
1: place is crazy. Been there once. One of the craziest Crazy. It's one of the craziest experiences I've ever had.
0: Crazy isn't wild.
1: It is wild.
0: Okay. It is or very crazy Isn't like amazing.
1: It was a combination of both. <laughs> I've seen some things here that I've never seen in my whole life. Give
0: me something that you saw in New Orleans that you've <laughs> never seen. Get please, please. All give right.
1: Me. So I'm. Um, I was near. You know that strip. It was. It's a business strip. What I think mm, Bourbon it's Bourbon Street. Yes. Mm, or Canal Street. Yes. Somewhere there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm going down. All I heard somebody said, I got weed. I got shrooms. I got coke. And I'm looking like. <laughs> I probably didn't hear. And he said it again. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you say that in public?
0: You, I got weed. I, I got shrooms. I got coke.
1: I started walking faster. <laughs> but then I walked about two blocks.
0: Yes.
1: I saw some bums, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Chopping it up. Mm-hmm. on a On a thing and snorting. I've never seen it in my whole life. I was like. <laughs> so I'm there and I like, I can't believe what I'm seeing cuz I just don't think it's real. Yeah. I've seen it on shows. Yeah. I've never seen someone do it and it just like yo, I need to get out of here.
0: People smoke weed on every corner in Jamaica. Weed. But it's weed the coke is a plant mushrooms for you. Yeah,
1: I've never seen it before. <laughs> so like so I've I've seen people smoke weed all the time, mm-hmm. but I've never seen someone do that
0: in I, that way. Like, in public. Yeah. And, and I was running like running whole business.
1: And I was like what just happened?
0: <laughs> Did you buy any? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I, I I stay away from that stuff. Um, the most I'll do is I'll have a drink. Okay. Every, every, the, the other stuff don't get into me at all.
0: Brings me back to so I travel twice a year, um, once or twice a year with a good girlfriend of mine. We go to New Orleans just for dinner or just to eat, and we will spend two days there, and we go to like five restaurants mm-hmm. both days, like couple appetizers at this place, appetizers at that place, entree, dessert, whole nine yards. I have to get back to Jamaica. Um, I probably can't fit it into my schedule the rest of this year, but the very top of next year mm. to go to the ultimate jerk center.
1: Interesting. Have
0: you ever eaten there?
1: No. My mom has, I got two moms. Um, my mom has a jerk center in Manchester. Okay. And Okay. I will say, though, to New Orleans, I tried seafood gumbo. Oh, my.
0: It's
1: so good. Oh, my God. I don't know where this stuff would I don't know where it's been hiding, but I finally got it some. And I'm telling you, it was good.
0: It was good. It was good. Yeah. Well, and you probably like it so much because um, Jamaica is known for really great, delicious, well-seasoned food, and New Orleans is, too. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned earlier um, you have a high school education correct but we could put you on a stage with any attorney who, any consumer lawyer any consumer lawyer correct. and you know more information
1: like the thing so I don't like tooting my own horn, but I know a thing or two about a thing or two and it would be great for a great conversation
0: So you are a consumer law expert correct. is that correct? Yes. Tell me more about that. First of all, what is consumer law?
1: So consumer laws are laws put in place by Congress to protect the consumer from banks, firms, auto dealers, just different institutions that would harm a consumer by misrepresentation, um, taking advantage of them. And, um, to example, Wells Fargo being sued for $3.7 billion for illegally repossessing people's cars, um, illegal foreclosures, illegal applying mispayments to people's um, accounts. Mm -hmm. It's just a whole mess. Bank of America got sued 250 million for the same thing. Mm -hmm. And what they were doing is illegal junk fees, um, overdraft fees, they were just taking advantage of consumers, yeah. applying missed payments. And when you really look into that type of stuff, across sixteen million people times twenty five dollars, they say for a late fee, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So the, the, the laws that Congress put in place is to govern commerce and how consumers interact with institutions during this whole commerce business.
0: So using your example, the banks uh, you said were erroneously applying late fees and missed payments and ultimately ending up foreclosing on these properties and these cars what's what's the agenda there because if i've loaned you money i want to collect on that money
1: are you sure they loan you anything
0: Uh, that's what the paperwork says
1: that's what the paperwork says okay But what a lot of us don't comprehend um have you ever heard the term double speaking before
0: Double speaking, no.
1: Okay. So it's saying one thing when you mean another. Mm-hmm. For An example would be what most people are familiar with is the term legalese, right, in contracts. Why do we need lawyers to read over contracts? Why can't it be in plain language for the everyday person to comprehend what it is saying? Mm-hmm. There's deception inside of contracts. That's why you need somebody that can interpret a different form of the language to break it down to you. Okay. If that was the case, why can't contracts just be so basic that everybody comprehends? If I'm buying something from you, why does it need to be 15 pages or 30 pages? I am selling you this camera. Okay, sign for it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have a whole 30 page of nonsense and fine print so small that it is you don't want to read it.
0: So if it's not a loan, then what is it?
1: Well, banks can't loan money.
0: Is and there a difference between contractually loan and lend or is it just a tense well like is that where we're going with this let's
1: let's look at the the situation itself
0: mm-hmm.
1: negotiable instruments right when you give a promissory note you sign a contract mm-hmm. they did let's say we're using an example of wells fargo did mm-hmm. wells fargo give you a check and say this is for the auto loan or this is to buy the house i know okay so what happens is that contract is taken right Mm -hmm. it is then put on the books as credit an account was created you didn't create the account somebody did which means somebody used your information without lawful authority because if you didn't give someone permission to create the account then it's fraudulent but the accounts are created anyway and you don't know what's going on so that note or that instrument is now taken and put on the books as credit. Those credits Mm -hmm. are then used and transferred to, let's say, the home seller, whoever is selling the home, or the auto dealership where you're getting the car. So they took your instrument, it got converted into credits. Those credits were now passed on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Did they really lend you any money?
0: When you say those credits are passed down to someone else, do you mean kind of how, in layman's terms, when you purchase a home Mm -hmm. and let's say you go with a company, ABC mortgage company, Mm -hmm. right? But when it's time for you to actually start paying it, the loan has been sold to another party and now you're paying one, two, three mortgage company. Is Mm -hmm. that what you mean?
1: So that's a part of it, but I'm glad you brought it up because a lot of people don't know about mortgage fraud and some of these companies are foreclosing on homes that they have no right to foreclose on. Mm -hmm. So the mortgage, and the promissory note are accessory to each other. They cannot be separated. Mm -hmm. The mortgage secures the security interest. Mm -hmm. The promissory note is the promise to pay. Mm -hmm. They must travel together for the mortgage to work. Mm -hmm. If the mortgage and the promissory note become separated, Mm -hmm. the mortgage is null and void. Mm -hmm. The mortgage, if a person only has the mortgage, Mm -hmm. right? they have no promise, it's just a mortgage. Mm -hmm. So the mortgage is null and void. If a person possesses the promissory note, Mm -hmm. well, there's no security interest, it's just a promise. Mm -hmm. So when a mortgage goes to securitization, When it goes to get sold on the secondary market, like when you hear them talk about uh, CDOs, collateral debt obligation or credit default swaps or all those nice stuff that they have on Wall Street where they repackage and resell mortgages. Well, nine times out of 10, what happens is the mortgage now gets separated from the note. Mm-hmm. If you've ever bought a property and you heard of the word MERS, M-E-R-S, uh, Mortgage Electronic Record System, mm-hmm. MERS is a nominee agent that assumes mortgages for different lenders or originators, mm-hmm. but they are not a bank, so they cannot hold the promissory note.
0: Okay, so you're speaking very high level. and
1: um, I get y- nerdy y- sometimes. Yeah.
0: You're speaking very, very high level, and I want to make sure uh, people understand what you do and what you're fighting for, right? Mm-hmm. So are you? Are you, it sounds like you're saying if I do a loan with ABC Company mm-hmm. and they sell it to One Two Three Company, that transaction is not necessarily legal.
1: It it's not that the transaction isn't legal. They can sell whatever they want because mm-hmm. in the contract it does say that they can assign it. What makes the thing illegal now is if the new quote unquote owner. Does not possess the mortgage and the promissory note. Mm -hmm. They have to possess both.
0: So then you look for the loophole if someone's getting in trouble with their mortgage. uh, You're teaching people how to say, hey, contact that new lender that your mortgage was now recently assigned to. Mm -hmm. And if they can't provide you the mortgage, then you don't have
1: to. And pay. the note. They, and the note. Correct. They don't have no legal right. There's case laws. There's Supreme Court case laws that speak on this very same thing. The same way when I tell people that, yes, for a mortgage, you can also rescind the contract. Mm-hmm. Because in the language itself, 15 U.S.C. 1635, where it speaks about the resc- the rescission, it speaks about a primary dwelling. And there is case laws to support it, especially after a refinance. Mm-hmm. So there's things that are here. I mean, I wasn't even born here. These stuff were here before I came off the plane. But it just goes back to we've been taught to go to school, get a job, work, join the 404040 40, 40 club, 40 hours a week, 40 years, retire on 40% of your income, Mm -hmm. that we don't pay attention to the real information. And it's there. The laws are there. But when you hear law, you're thinking that you need to be a lawyer to read it. That's not true.
0: Yeah. So why is this information important? Like, So our viewers are entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. or aspiring entrepreneurs, and we're talking a whole lot of... um, Contract verbiage, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure everybody is following along. Why are you on this mission and why is it important for us as consumers to have this information? So, hey, hey, CEO Donnie Wiggins here, and I am so excited to announce. My new mentorship group is dropping. You may have already heard about it, but I wanted to, I wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth directly from me. My new mentorship group, Actionable CEO, for entrepreneurs who are interested in professional growth, personal growth, and financial growth. You want to learn from me. Y'all have been asking for this for the last three years, and I have finally brought Actionable CEO back to serve you. Every single week, direct mentorship from me. You will also hear from other people who are in my community that I believe will be greatly impactful to you. You're going to get behind the scenes. We're going to be spending some time together live. This is not pre-recorded. This is live mentorship. So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to be connected, feel connected, you want to elevate your brand, you want to elevate your life, you want to elevate your level of success, actionable ceo is for you actionable ceo.com see you there
1: hosea four six, my people are destroyed because of a lack of information and it is real when you don't know stuff the people who know it use those stuff against you and this is facts for instance someone that is quote-unquote And using an example again, banking with Wells Fargo, they know they've made all their payments on time. But we know for a fact, because they've been sued on this, Wells Fargo and Bank of America, they purposely applied mispayments to people's accounts. Well, what happens when you miss a payment? It triggers a late fee. That's Mm -hmm. an extra $25. In the terms and agreement, if you are late, they now have the ability to adjust the interest rate. Mm -hmm. So the interest rate just went up. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you are living paycheck to paycheck, chances are if this account got late, then we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't affect just one account. It affects multiple accounts. And people don't even know that on your consumer report itself, a late payment does not exist. It's a factor of FICO and it has nothing to do with your consumer report. But because we don't read
0: report the same thing as a credit report.
1: Kind of, sort of. A credit report is a snapshot of what is there in real time on the report. But when you talk about the consumer report itself or the consumer file, it's all your information. Mm -hmm. So, one's a snapshot, just pulling what's relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably within the last five to ten years. But when we talk about everything on you, you want your consumer file. Where do because we that get that from? You can write Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, all the consumer reporting agencies, you can write them and request your consumer file. Because they have it.
0: Okay. And so again, now you're on this mission because consumers are being wrongfully charged mm-hmm. and having their possessions repossessed, taken away from them. Mm-hmm. I get why the banks would do this from a perspective of collecting additional interest, collecting these late fees. Like it's like an order bump, right? What what
1: costs though?
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. I understand that. But at why does it make sense for them to do this when ultimately, like you said, the average person can't afford the higher interest and the late fees. And once you get so far behind, we foreclose or the car goes into repossession wouldn't it make sense for them to continue to collect on the debt rather than put them up for? Sure, I'm asking.
1: So, all right, mm, someone's very determined to get a hold of me. <laughs> Guys, give me one second. Okay. Hey, Danny, I'm gonna call you right back. I'm in the middle of a podcast. I'm gonna get right back to you. Oh, all right, I all right said.
0: cool. Let me pick up a call. I mean, he wow. wasn't he wasn't gonna stop. This is
1: full transparency. <laughs> let me just
0: pick up a call. This is full right. transparency. Yeah, he wasn't if, gonna if, stop. If we can hear it, the mics can hear it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I want to
1: sure. I want to give you guys the best information. So I'm gonna let him know it's not his time right now. It's not it his is time. your time, and I'm dedicated it. to you right now. I like okay. to be a man
0: of my word. Okay. So why does it make more sense for them to allow a property to go into foreclosure or? Mm-hmm a vehicle to go into repossession than it would be to collect on the debt for the life of the loan.
1: So did you know that they make more money from people with bad credit than any bad credit is the biggest business in America? Well,
0: yeah, because then you can offer nearly predatory lending.
1: Correct. All right. (laughs) Now, what a lot of people don't know is that inside of those finance charges, right? There's an insurance policy built in 15 USC, 1605 truth in lending, Definition, finance charge, right? So when we go into the finance charge, the finance charge tell you that it's the sum of all charges. But inside the finance charge and what's included, there's an insurance policy that protects the lender against the obligor's default. So if you default, guess what? They got paid in full because of the insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Now they got they charge you a late fee because you don't know what's going on. So now you're paying to catch up. The interest rate went up because that's in their terms and agreement too. Mm -hmm. And then they charge it off, profit and loss. Mm -hmm. A write-off now is a cancellation of debt, but they now sold that debt to collections. Mm -hmm. So you see how many times they just got paid on a consumer having bad credit? Mm -hmm. If you got your 800, well, they know they're going to get all the money, quote-unquote, because, well, there is no money here, but they know that they're going to get full payment. Mm -hmm. So a person like you, even though you are the ideal Client or the ideal customer with an 800 credit score getting 2% interest rate. You really think they make any money off of you paying 2%? No. Yeah.
0: That
1: 16, that 18, that 35%, you're going to default. Boom, insurance kicks in. Mm-hmm. I can now write it off to profit and loss. I can resell it now to a collection agent. They just got paid four to five times.
0: Mm. What made you even take interest in this? conversation like in this industry
1: it goes back to what i said earlier i don't like knowing stuff everybody knows mm-hmm. so when i found so did out you
0: just close your eyes and like write down a list of is like, <laughs> that one
1: no so um during my discovery phase when i was on a journey to find myself i was deployed when was this uh 2020 i was in kuwait okay so Why? i did de- um with the military i deployed okay and um before that a lot of things weren't going the way I wanted because I was indoctrinated in the 40-40-40 club I thought about you know getting a good job getting a city job working 40 hours a week um, talking about retirement all of that stuff that now it just makes no sense and I'm mentally unemployable so before that happened I knew that I needed a new mind and To get a new mind is you have to reprogram. So what you put in is what you get out. Mm -hmm. So I know if I wanted to be successful, I need to adopt successful habits. In order to do that, I have to read to reconstruct the way I think about things. Mm -hmm. So the first book I ever read was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm -hmm. The second book was Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. Those two books changed my entire life. On my deployment now, I read 140 books. Mm-hmm. I was averaging anywhere from 8 to 10 books a month. I'm consuming a book a day, sometimes two books. right? And I knew I needed to make a radical change. The 40-40-40 club was not going to work for me. Why? Because somebody else controlled my income. And when I can't get what I want from somebody, I'm at the mercy of that person. And I don't like giving up that type of power. Mm-hmm. So... All of that led now to financial literacy. Then I got a mentor. And in this mentorship, there's a lot of products. I picked credit because I had bad credit at the time. I was paying 18.9% on a used Nissan Altima 2007 with 75,000 miles a on it. 2007 and 2020?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I had a Nissan Altima. You okay. had seven, 75,000 miles on it. With 18%? 18.9, almost 19%. okay. And guess what I didn't know? There's a term called usury law. Each state has a usury law. It's the maximum amount of interest that anyone can charge you. But I didn't know that I was a victim of predatory lending because for New York, because I lived in New York at the time, the maximum usury for New York is, is 16%.
0: Okay, so if you know that information, let's say you did know that information Mm -hmm. at the time that you went to purchase a vehicle. Mm -hmm. So the dealership quotes you Mm 18.99. You know that at that time the maximum that the state allows is Mm 16.9. What do you do? Do you say to the dealer, like, oh, you have to reduce this by 2%. Never
1: show your hand. I'm going to take it, then readjust the interest rate later. Tell me me more about that. So if they know that I'm equipped with the information that I have, chances are they might decide not to do business with me. I can't show my whole hand. So if I'm going for something, I'm going to get that something first. Then I'll fix everything after.
0: How do you fix that?
1: Well, letters, laws, arbitration, Mm -hmm. suing. Mm
0: -hmm. So So in that case, do you get the interest rate reduced or do you get the whole entire loan agreement canceled because the interest charged was illegal, according to you?
1: So what I've done, I've gotten it reduced. Mm -hmm. So, being active duty, there's a law called the SCRA, Service Member Civil Relief Act. And what that does is when you're on active duty, the maximum interest rate they can charge you is 6%. Maximum. Mm-hmm. So what happened was even though I was paying that 18%, I was able to recoup the difference of that 6 to 18%. Mm-hmm. And I got a check for it. Mm-hmm. So it's knowing how to do it. Let me leave with the thing I came for. I'll fight the battle after. Because if I have it now, you know, you're know you not getting it back.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if I don't have possession of it, you can just decide not to do business with me.
0: So I was nervous to do this interview, right? I was nervous about the content of this interview mm-hmm. because whenever I hear people say that they study consumer law or mm-hmm. they're consumer law ex- uh, experts, it's usually from the premise of teaching consumers how to like not pay for things. No,
1: I don't believe to in that. How
0: cancel your mortgage, cancel your car note, no, not pay credit card bills. And I just think even if, first of all, I don't believe that that's legal. I've not really seen. You can, you
1: can, uh, you can, you can, can cancel, you can cancel. I don't it.
0: think it's, even if it's legal, I just don't think it's ethical, right? Like if I buy something, pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's really how I feel about it. Now, these additional fees, these erroneous fees and things like that, I want to know more information to make sure I'm not being billed for erroneous fees, things that are uh, wrongfully being applied to me. Mm -hmm. But if I walk into uh, a closing office and close on a home and, and accept that I've just purchased a million dollar home, Mm -hmm. my goal isn't to now go and get legal help to cancel out this debt and be living, living in a million dollar home for free. Maybe that's, people's well obviously it is a lot of people's goals um to to do that you Mm -hmm. said it's legal but you don't believe in it why not
1: but so it's not that i don't believe in it when i say don't pay for something all right if you have legal ways of doing things i'm with it what People do is they take information, don't go study it, and then go run a play that they have no idea how to run, mm-hmm. and then they get hemmed up. I don't believe in that. If you're going to run a play, learn the play, find the case laws. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. The same way when I said late payments are illegal, a lot of people are going to look at me and say, Well, Doreen, how is late payments illegal? Well, I can prove it if I'm saying it. I will not say something that I cannot prove. So it's important that we know. Things, but being able to prove it is one because you'll hear people on the internet saying, oh, all your bills are prepaid." i right, prove it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's there's the nothing one wrong with
1: saying it. I right, cool, just prove it. Yeah. So I, I know how so to do it. So how do you it.
0: prove to me right now that late payments are illegal?
1: So the first thing we want to go is to the law, the, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, right? Mm-hmm. 15 USC, 1681.
0: Hold on, let me, because I can Google that. Yes. Okay, hold please. And I want y'all to Google it too because. It's important. I just don't know. So we're at the what's the law?
1: Um the FCRA 15USC 15 USC
0: 1681A. One 1681,
1: 1681 letter A. Correct. All right. It's gonna bring you to definition rules and construct.
0: So it did bring me to definitions, rules of construction. Number two. The number two? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Exclusions.
0: The number two. Let me click that one. A person who furnishes information to a consumer reporting agency regarding a delinquent account being placed for collection, charged to profit or loss, or subjected to any similar Think action. You're in the
1: wrong place. Am you're I reading, in the wrong place? Yeah, you're reading exclusions. Except that's provided. I have in, the
0: two right here.
1: You have to click inside of Cornell Law.
0: Okay, that's what happened. I'm go click there. inside
1: of Cornell Law. Scroll down to number two.
0: Scroll down to number Exclusions. two. Oh, okay. There we go. Except as provided in paragraph three, the term consumer report does not include.
1: Does not include. What is the, if someone say does not include, what does that mean? It
0: doesn't include. All right, cool. Like, it's not in there.
1: All right. So before we go on further, mm-hmm. we need to know what the consumer report is. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important for us to know what that definition is. Okay. So it's a hyperlink. You click on it.
0: I'm going to click on it.
1: It's going to give you a definition.
0: And the definition of consumer report, it's coming. Okay. It's a really long definition. Okay. Consumer report, the definition per the internet. This is what I'm looking at. I don't know if y'all can see that, but uh, in general, the term consumer report means any written, oral, or other communication of any information by a consumer reporting agency bearing on a consumer's credit worthiness, credit standing, credit capacity, character, general reputation, personal characteristics, or mode of living, which is used or expected to be used or collected in whole or in part for the purpose of serving as a factor in establishing the consumer's eligibility eligibility for A, credit or insurance mm-hmm. to be used primarily for personal, family, or household purposes, B, employment purposes, or C, any other purpose authorized under... Section 1681B of this title.
1: So that's the definition of what Congress says your consumer report is. Did you read anything about FICO or Vantage or any other factors in there? No. So if that is the definition, no. By definition, is it safe to say that your consumer report has nothing to do with a FICO score or a Vantage score or their factors?
0: Um, so as I'm looking at it at this, I clicked it so it doesn't say anything about FICO or Vantage or All anything right. like that, but it is talking about your standing as it relates to you being able to make like purchases for your life or getting jobs and Correct. things like that. That's
1: information, mm-hmm. but it has says nothing about a score or a risk it score not or anything. a FICO score or a Vantage score. So
0: are you also saying that credit scores are n- a non-factor?
1: It's an industrial standard, it's not law
0: Okay, but You pulled up in a really nice vehicle mm-hmm. Did you pay cash for it or <laughs> are you financing that vehicle? I don't vehicle? think
1: you want to go down that rabbit hole I kind of do you Because sure?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you're going to talk the talk Walk the walk, I want to know I haven't
1: paid for that vehicle
0: Okay, first of all That's a $150,000 car outside
1: I know a thing or two about a thing or two
0: Tell me more <laughs>
1: So consumer laws, learning consumer laws. So
0: you are one of those people. No,
1: you can do things <laughs> legally. If that was the case, why, didn't, why am I not being sued for it?
0: How long have you had the vehicle?
1: A year and a half.
0: They still got time.
1: The statute of limitations in New York is three years.
0: Okay, so you purchased that vehicle in New York. Correct. Okay. Okay. Did you purchase the vehicle with the intention of knowing that you could figure out a way to not pay for it?
1: I cannot confirm or deny that statement.
0: Mm. I don't know if I like this.
1: I know a thing or two about a thing or two.
0: And you're suggesting?
1: Not suggesting. The laws are right there.
0: Okay. So, what law specifically applied to that transaction where you can't, where you don't have to make a payment on that vehicle?
1: If you can prove, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And if you can prove fraud in a contract, there's a lot of things you can do where your negotiation skills are concerned.
0: So essentially, that dealer or entity that you purchased your vehicle from had a flawed contract because you understand consumer law. You were able to identify the fraud in that contract and negotiate different terms.
1: I know a thing or two about a thing or two.
0: But is that essentially what happened.
1: That's a very good assumption.
0: Yeah, okay. So do you rent a home or do you own a home?
1: Um, Right, now, rent. Do you pay rent? It's a business, not me. As a natural person, no. My business owns it, so it's a write-off.
0: Did you look in that contract to see if there was some fraud Mm. in that lease agreement? Mm -mm. So why are you okay paying that and not even looking for fraud there? Well,
1: pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. (laughs) what (laughs) so with great power comes great responsibility not because you know how to do things it means you're gonna go on a spree just run in plays you gotta be you gotta be mindful Mm -hmm. so pick and choose your battles the ones you can win go and win them
0: Mm -hmm. this this sounds like um This sounds like if it's something that's being taught or that will end up being taught at mass scale, it sounds dangerous. It sounds like dangerous information.
1: A gun by itself is useless. Mm -hmm. The weapon is right here. The rounds are right there. It's just a piece of metal with some bullets. Now, in the hands of a trained professional, it can save your life. But in the hands of somebody who's coming to threaten your life, it can kill you. Mm-hmm. so it's not the thing it's how that thing is being used
0: well and not even in that way so when i say dangerous it sounds like um this is information that the government wouldn't even want people to know because but they
1: wrote the laws mm. the law says you can do this
0: well there's all kinds of laws that are being written that aren't being shared equally amongst different communities
1: that's why you got to pick your battles so if you know that you cannot comfortable comfortably run a play, don't do it
0: hmm when you say run a play that's a trigger word for me right it could be yeah it's a trick it's a trigger phrase uh, for me because it used to be really cool to say when we were doing great things but now we got people who are running plays and it's not cool to say so if you're saying that you know that this is a battle that you can uh with education mm-hmm. and the law on your side, mm-hmm. win. Do it.
1: I'm not saying do it. Each person is responsible for their own decision. Don't pick a fight you cannot win.
0: What happens if you do?
1: <laughs> then you got to get the consequences, whatever falls out.
0: So It's like dating. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of girls will say, oh, all men are trash. No, just the ones that you picked are trash. It doesn't mean all men are trash. So if you're going to pick someone... You got to deal with the consequences of what comes with it. That's why important. So, what it's are the important. potential
0: consequences? Just for for example, so let's say somebody looks at their auto loan agreement mm-hmm. and they say, "Oh, there's there's some erroneous information here. This is now considered fraud by law."
1: Go take it to a lawyer and have them review it.
0: Okay, but don't what if, if, don't come to
1: that assumption yourself if you don't know what you're looking for.
0: And the lawyer that they would go at w- that they would seek for this is a consumer consumer law. lawyer, correct? A consumer or a lawyer law that
1: specializes in contract.
0: Okay, why wouldn't they just come to you?
1: I'm not a lawyer, and the last thing I want someone to misconstrue is the rain giving legal advice, because I don't. That's why I stick to teaching credit, using consumer laws to delete anything from your credit. All the other stuff that I know, I don't teach that, because if someone runs a play incorrectly, then I'm going to be held responsible. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anyone misinterpreting any of my teachings to do something that will cause them harm. My goal is to educate, elevate, erase your credit worries so you can go be successful. It's not to teach you the exotic or the private side of credit because there's two sides. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's the public side and there's handling business in the private side.
0: Yeah. So I know that... um when you're dealing with people in financial education, for example, mm-hmm. um, someone who is not a CPA will say um, they have to be very careful and disclaim that they are not a CPA and mm-hmm. this is not financial advice, mm-hmm. right? Or legal advice. Um, non-attorneys say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I am. I am a non-attorney. I am not offering you legal advice. And I fully understand that because they have to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and not be held liable for, for quoting law mm-hmm. incorrectly that someone misinterprets incorrectly. But when it comes to conversations like this, um, the way that the questions are in, and, and this is why I was nervous about the interview because the way that the questions are answered, it's kind of like, I'll give you a little information, but I'm scared to give you the rest. Or it's so taboo. Like, if it's, if it's legal and this is what's up, then mm-hmm. why can't we just say, this is what it is. I'm not an attorney. I can't help you with this. Mm-hmm. But based on my experience, this is what this is what it is.
1: That's a very good point. So when it comes to, our, let's go back to the late payment. And this is how we get late payments deleted. We just got nine late payments deleted yesterday. right? From, from I believe it was student loans and about 15 student loans deleted.
0: Do you mean from your students or clients? Yes. Uh, okay.
1: Right? So... First of all, the law that you were just reading, mm-hmm. it gave you the definition of what the consumer report is. Yeah. right? So I'm going to walk you through how I evaluate things when I'm doing it. So learning the definition of the consumer report, now it is clear what's the what the consumer report is. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, FICO, Vantage, or any other scoring model is not a part of my consumer report. If it was, Congress would have put it in the definition. Mm -hmm. So now when I go back to the exclusion section, it says, except as provided in paragraph 3, the term consumer report does not include. Well, I got a high school diploma. I'm pretty sure does not include mean it's not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. And then when you go down to A1, it says what? Reports
0: containing information solely as to transactions or experiences between the consumer and the person making the report. Well,
1: I'm curious as to who who they're talking about. So what do you think the word person means?
0: You or the person. So is it that the person making the report, is it like the person who works for the company?
1: Click on the word person. Let's see.
0: Person, the term person means any individual partnership Corporation, Corporation. trust, estate, cooperative, association. So anybody.
1: Mm -hmm. So now Capital One, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, they are persons. Remember earlier I told you about double speaking? Mm -hmm. So the normal person hears the word person and assumes they're talking about you and me, a normal flesh and blood person. Mm -hmm. But a corporation is also a person. So if the reports between the consumer, which is the individual, which is you, and the person, which is the corporation, making the report. So if I bank with Wells Fargo and Wells Fargo is making a report on me, the law says my transactions are not included in the consumer report. So if my transactions are not included, where does a late payment come from when a late payment stems from a payment history? A payment history is a history of all your transactions. hmm there is no late payment. It is a factor of FICO and only FICO. FICO is a technology company that uses a scoring model as an industry standard. FICO is not law.
0: Okay. This information, consumer law and credit standing
1: mm-hmm.
0: are not necessarily the same thing, right? Well,
1: if you you would have to pull up the definition. We don't want to assume anything means something. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important that if there's a word you have any doubt about, you go find the definition because each word has an individual meaning.
0: Mm-hmm. So when we're thinking about, and, and where I'm going with this is, your business itself, how you make money is not in consumer law. This it's is just, one way. You own an agency that repairs credit.
1: No, I don't do credit repair. What? Okay. Credit repair is its own thing. I
0: teach. Duran, I'm about to jump over this. (laughs) I'm about to jump over this sofa. I'm I'm giving you you the truth. Okay, tell me. Full
1: transparency. Yes. So I don't do credit repair. What I teach people is how to use consumer laws to repair, rebuild, and restore their own credit. I'm not a credit repair specialist. I'm a financial literacy thought leader who specializes in consumer laws and getting anything deleted from your credit.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking at your social media. Please. And it does say consumer law expert mm-hmm. educator to millions. hmm. And right now you're talking about a summit that you have coming up. So your company doesn't actively repair anybody's credit. Nope. You teach credit information Correct. so that the consumer can go out there and analyze and make decisions for themselves. Correct. Right. I think that the way that um, and, and you're not the only person, but I think that the way that people talk around these things, mm-hmm. like, again, coming back to like, it's so taboo, we're going to kind of talk in in circles around stuff Mm -hmm. i think that's why so many people have this bad um perspective about repairing credit and credit repair Mm -hmm. and even working with someone who is very qualified to help them do these Mm -hmm. things like it's really difficult to get matter of fact information why does everybody sound so scared when talking about this
1: matter of fact information
0: When we say, so like, hey, this is what needs to happen. There's late payments on Mm -hmm. your credit report. Mm -hmm. These are the three steps that you need to take to remove them, period. Mm -hmm. It works 100% of the Mm -hmm. time based on consumer law. Correct. Why can't we say that rather than just. Oh, I
1: do. I don't know about everybody else, but I do. You can look at my social media.
0: Well, I'm listening to you here. But
1: I just gave the law how to delete late payments. And that's the law we use.
0: But I'm listening to you here. And when I say certain things in a matter of fact way, it's like. One can assume, yes.
1: Well, you don't want to say stuff that people can misinterpret. That's why language, so it's not the fact that we can't say it, mm-hmm. but the way up, you cannot control how someone perceives something. For sure. Right? So, in the essence of that and someone misinterpreting what is said or what is seen, mm-hmm. well, it requires individual research. I'll give you where to go and find the stuff. you got to go do your research. And if you're unsure about something now, go book a consult with a consumer lawyer. That is the best way to do it.
0: Is that how you run your business? Say again? Is that how you run your business? I'll give you this information. I'll teach you this information. Mm -hmm. You can actually go apply this information if you perceive it correctly. But if you don't, here are some consumer lawyers that you should go look at or go see a consumer lawyer. Mm -hmm. That's how you teach it. Full
1: transparency. Okay. I don't hide anything from any of my students. And most of all, all the plays that I run or that I teach the students, they work. We've gotten every account you can think of deleted.
0: So when you, okay, so there's the confusion. Talk to me. When you say, I don't fix credit, we're not a credit repair agency. Mm -hmm. But then you say, we've gotten, instead of, because you're a wordsmith, right? Right. Right? I
1: wouldn't say I'm a wordsmith. Well, I mean I'm very particular with the words. You're very particular about words.
0: So would it be more accurate to say my students have gotten more than X amount of late payments deleted instead of we've gotten? Because when you say we've gotten, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're a credit repair agency. But if you say my students got, Mm -hmm. I hear you're an educator who's helped people get. Mm -hmm. Is that accurate?
1: it's, It's both. So now it comes to perception. And, and conceptualization. Mm-hmm. Um, your assumption of we. Well I never gave a definition of what we meant.
0: We know what the word we means. Well you can It as- means me and you and them. You can and ass- him. You can assume that's <laughs> what I
1: mean. And when I say that, what I mean is this. We've gotten these deletion. meaning we together, on our coaching calls, go into the laws. We dive into the section. Let's use, for example, late payments, right? Okay. We dive into what makes the law says the late payments are illegal. Well, the first thing we want to know is what does the word exclusion itself mean? Mm-hmm. It means it does not contain it's not a part of it shouldn't be here well if we get this from congress congress says this and everything that follows are not a part of your consumer report okay what else is not a part of it let's dive deeper let's read it let's break down the words let's get our this black you st- with your clients cl- with, okay. with the students correct let's get our blacks law dictionary let's find out what these words mean mm-hmm. it comes up to transactions well What do we know about transaction? Transactions are payment histories. Transactions are transactions that a consumer has made. There's no misinterpreting what the word transaction means, right? So if we know this and this transaction that is furnished on a consumer report that we know now by law is excluded from the consumer report, how is adverse action being taken against you for a transaction furnished on a report that's not even supposed to be there?
0: This is this is the line of communication that I like and appreciate. This makes it more, this makes it more um, relatable, mm-hmm. understandable, and 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 now I'm starting to understand. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do challenge you though on saying we. I love that. I do challenge you on saying we. I, if it were my company and it's not, would probably say we assist our students. And they have or we educate Mm -hmm. our students and our students at this point have done Mm -hmm. a thing. But now what I'm hearing is someone becomes your student, you offer coaching calls, Mm -hmm. they get on these calls and you're first saying, "Okay, the problems that you're having, students, are late payments, repossessions, bankruptcies. Mm -hmm. We're going to start with the first thing. Let's start with late payments. Let's really take a dive in what. The law says late payments are and how late payments can or cannot be applied. Mm -hmm. Now, student, let's go pull your credit report. You look at this, and based on what I've taught you, make a determination of is it valid, is it not valid? Mm -hmm. And then, student, you go based on that determination, write these letters that can help you get these Mm -hmm. things removed. Or if you need more legal understanding, Contact a consumer consumer lawyer. lawyer. That's what you do.
1: Correct. Because there's baseline. So there's templates that's built specifically, worded specifically for specific things. The reason why a lot of people don't get deletions and you'll hear them talk about credit repair, quote unquote, don't work, is because they don't know how to articulate themselves. Mm -hmm. This is why lawyers are so effective. They are masters of word. So Mm -hmm. if Being a master of word proves that you can get a result by doing a specific thing. I think it's fair that I need to go learn some stuff so I can be good. But it's easier to blame Donnie because, you know what, Donnie, I wanted you to fix my credit and you didn't do it. Well, Donnie didn't put all those late payments on your credit. Donnie didn't send that account to collection. Donnie didn't have that repossession. You did Mm-hmm. When, did, when do you become responsible and take responsibility for your own action? And then now when you take responsibility, what can we do to fix it?
0: Okay. So you're teaching people how to first take responsibility. You have to.
1: Okay. Bad credit is a mindset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is a mindset.
0: Well, sometimes it's an unfortunate circumstance.
1: Yes, but for majority of people that have bad credit, from what I've seen, it's a mindset. It's... I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. I got this. You know what? I just forget about it. Um, no one taught me about credit. A child coming out of high school. Um, going to college. They're, they're going to college. Their, their parents or uncle or sister stole their identity, put a cell phone bill in it, a cable bill. Like These Listen, are the things that I, I, I get every work, day.
0: I used to work for the phone company. At that time, it was called Bell South. They were bought out, I believe, by AT&T. Hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of result, but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media? You don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client. Great news is And I worked in collections. I worked in Mm billing and collections. And every single day, like in my eight hour shift, Mm -hmm. at least 10 calls with some young adult saying, I tried to buy a home or I tried to buy a car or I tried to get a utility. And they're telling me that I have this phone bill outstanding in my name. And so I'm trying to figure it out. So I dig deep with them, find out that the mm-hmm. bill, give them the information and they say, well, that's impossible. I was three. Mm-hmm. And all I can say, <laughs> all I can tell them is go call your mama because our policy at that time was um, first, you have to prove that mm-hmm. you were three, right? But somebody has to be responsible for this debt. And that ultimately means you may have to press some charges against Mom, because that company wanted their money, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, I do see that a lot. I do see that as, um, and it's, it's really sad, y'all. It is. It's so sad.
1: But the question now becomes, That is mindset. Why? Mindset. That's the thing. Yeah. So now it's, my people are destroyed because of a lack of information. Because... Credit is so taboo in the home. Nobody wants to talk about finances in the home. So we have kids growing up that knows nothing about the most important thing, which yeah. is your credit. Your credit bears your reputation. Mm-hmm. It bears your characteristics, your mode of living. Mm-hmm. It says and defines everything about you as a person and how you handle yourself. Yeah. But we're not taught about how to use such an important thing. hmm
0: are you teaching people at the youth level?
1: Define youth. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. What does youth mean?
0: He playing with me right now. I'm totally <laughs> not. <laughs> what does youth uh, mean? Children.
1: Okay. So, um, from what I teach, um, the youngest I've had in the university is 18. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I'm teaching. I encourage all the students to have their spouses, their kids, everybody available. It's become a culture now yeah. where they're learning. Yeah. So indirectly, yes, because I encourage parents, when especially when we're on the coaching call, have the kids pres- uh, present yeah. so now they can see the stuff for themselves.
0: I think we're waiting too late to teach this information. I think, I think by the time, uh, especially... With these new kids by the time they hit 18 and they can start signing off on applications they will i honestly think that we should start teaching um credit principles when we start teaching money when Mm -hmm. we start teaching numbers right Mm -hmm. when children are old enough to count to 25 they can be old enough to start learning principle Mm -hmm. right behind credit not maybe not so much the application stuff until you get a little bit older but um, I, th- I think we're, t- I, I would love to see somebody in your industry say, Hey, I want to educate 10 year olds.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's the first part, right? The second part becomes well, if we know the importance of this, why haven't our governments put these educational things in place? Well, we can put that. everything else in place, yeah. right? But stuff. That's so important. That's going to have such a tremendous effect on your entire life. It is not taught at all. You're supposed to go figure it out Mm -hmm. because bad credit is the biggest business here. America is run by a banking cartel. It's called the Federal Reserve.
0: Yeah.
1: Banks run America. That
0: I know.
1: So it's like saying an impala wakes up in Africa and they're going to go over to the pride and say, come here, little cubs. This morning, I'm going to teach you guys how to hunt us so y'all can go big and strong. They're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. They make so much money off of bad credit. It's ridiculous. Billions of dollars off of late payments alone. $25 multiplied by 16 million people that got affected. That's just one thing.
0: Dorian, what's your credit score?
1: Mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will not disclose.
0: How are you the credit expert, and you won't tell us your credit?
1: I run plays.
0: Give, oh, my God. <laughs> what is
1: that? Even mean? I, I run certain plays.
0: Do you have a credit score?
1: I do. Are if you? I choose to have it, I cannot have a credit score if I want. If I don't want to.
0: Okay. We're not even gonna. <laughs> to I, okay. When you have a credit score, mm-hmm. what what is it?
1: Eight ten eight oh five eight oh seven. I've mastered how to build out an eight hundred credit score. And I've done it multiple times. A 10, 805,
0: 807.
1: Yeah, 810,
0: 810. Oh, 810. Yeah. Okay, so you're giving me your three bureau reports.
1: Well, there is no bureau. Oh my gosh. Okay. You see, it's it's, it's not that I want to be a stickler, it's just the words, they have so much meaning.
0: So these credit reporting agency reports. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The three of them. Yes. 810. 810-807-805. 810-807-805.
1: And you don't need a mortgage to get into the 800 club. So for anybody that thinks you need a mortgage, you don't. I've done it three times. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. You do not need a mortgage.
0: Does it serve you like you're a seven-figure earner? I am. Okay. I would... I'm wondering... So if I went to someone to help me with my credit, I'm mm-hmm. just Googling something real quick. If I went to something, to someone to help me with my credit, and I'm asking them to justify their process or their framework, mm-hmm. and they said to me, well, I know a thing or two about a thing or two about a thing or two. Mm-hmm. I would take my thing and the two and leave.
1: And then that's totally fine.
0: Yeah. How does that work? Like, it, it at that point, it just doesn't sound... Well,
1: I got receipt for days. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Everything that I say, I can prove. Mm-hmm. And if I say something, I know for a fact I can do it. Mm-hmm. But when you run certain plays, sometimes the report takes a hit. You just got to delete stuff after. So when you're in the middle of plays, you, sometimes you take a hit.
0: Sometimes you take a hit, for sure.
1: The key is knowing how to delete anything consumer report is a report of information information affects the five factors of fico mm-hmm. payment history utilization age mix of credit and new credit 35, 35 30 15 10 10
0: those are the percentages in which those particular categories affect your credit score correct so knowing you um, kind of briefly and you know we've mm-hmm. had two real conversations Each time I've spoken to you, I said, this guy is really informed. You can quote consumer law, you know, probably better than an attorney. I don't know. I don't sit around quoting consumer law with people, but you can literally quote it. As I was looking and Googling, you were verbatim uh, with this information. Um, I do know that you have a successful credit education company. Yes. Um, But it still doesn't remove the doubt. There's still doubt, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's still, and and, and I'm saying this, I'm speaking for my audience as well. Mm -hmm. There are people who are watching this and they're saying, um, oh, I understand exactly what he's talking about because I've taken that deep dive, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to give them a place to um, connect with you and and dig deeper, like at least Mm -hmm. know because skepticism is only valid in the absence of evidence, Mm -hmm. right? And while, me or someone else who's watching and looking or saying like I don't know about this, right? I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not sure what he's I'm mm-hmm. not sure where he's going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people who are willing to do the deep dive mm-hmm. and and collect um, the evidence. What do you have like how? What can people see and they get a more elaborate uh, lesson in what you're sharing?
1: All right, so you brought up very good points. So the first thing is I'll tell anybody before you even buy anything from me, go look me up. Go do your research. Receipts are there, right? Information. Every information I'll give you, I'm going to give you the source that you can go and find the information. So it's not a secret where Doreen is saying, oh, you know, you can delete late payments. But Doreen, where do I go to find it? Go to 15 USC, 1681A, scroll down to number two, under exclusion, it's going to tell it to you right there.
0: I saw that. Right? Mm -hmm. So
1: now... Knowing that and seeing receipts, I'm talking about we're meeting eight times a month. There's real people that their lives are being changed. Mm-hmm. And these people are willing, not paid, they're willing to give their own testimony of what has happened to them during the process. So a person that appeals to everyone appeals to no one. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're hearing the sound of my voice and what I do. It's not for everybody. Yeah, for if sure. you want to learn I am your dude. If you want somebody to fix it for you, I'm not your dude. So I know who I'm speaking to. The person that's going to take the time out to become the educated consumer so now they can break the curse of bad credit in their household. They know now how to how to um, inform their kids and how to educate their kids about the informed use of credit. Go to Truth in Lending. Find out what a finance charge is. Find out what's inside of your finance charge. Go find out the real definition of what credit means.
0: See, this makes me want to work with you. This, this is the education. It's the terminology that I can Google that Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with. It's it's, it's, it's being able to give me a source. Mm -hmm. That's who I want to work with and and that and, and so i i'm bringing this up because the credit industry and credit repair industry mm-hmm. specifically it has such a uh, this is a scam mm-hmm. reputation right and i think it's that way besides the people who are in it and they don't get anybody any results but when we're talking about certain certain categories like I don't want anybody running plays with my finances, with mm-hmm. my taxes and with my credit. Mm-hmm. So when I'm listening to you say, "Oh, run the play, run the play," it sounded like, "No, go enjoy my day." Mm-hmm. Leave, right? Absolutely. But I can't when get you, it. when you are saying the Truth in Lending Act and you're able to reference me to law and I can pick up my phone and I can Google and I can mm-hmm. justify what you're saying, that's the conversation that has me on the edge of my seat where I'm mm-hmm. like, "Okay, this guy knows his mm-hmm. stuff." This is somebody who appears reputable. Mm. Give me more information.
1: All right. Let me give you another example. What do we know about a bankruptcy?
0: That it stays on your credit report for two years. <laughs>
1: so it says that a bankruptcy can or may or can quite possibly be on the consumer report for up to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right now.
0: Oh, that is it is 10 years. But so I filed bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Um, I filed bankruptcy. It was on my credit report. I don't know that it stayed for 10 years, but I had purchasing power again Mm -hmm. after two, like, real purchasing power right.
1: after two years. So it's because of FICO and the algorithm and how they looked at it. So with the new credit scores that are out now, like you have FICO 10 and FICO 10T, which is um, is, is, is a trend score that they look at payment history over 24 months now to make a decision on your habits. Yeah. Have you consist- consistently been late within this last two years? Stuff like that. There's different factors. But a lot of people will say that a bankruptcy is going to be on your report for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And I can prove without a shadow of a doubt that the reporting of that bankruptcy information actually came as a result of identity theft. So instead of 3,650 days, you can actually delete bankruptcies in four days. Mm -hmm. So when you learn that type of information, it changes the way you think about things. I'm not worried about a credit score. I'm not worried about a profile. I know how to delete any account from a consumer report. Legally. Le- that's, thank you. Legally.
0: That's, 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 that's what it is for me. It's legally for me. That's what it has to be for me. And that's, that's why I'm pushing a little bit because I want the audience who's watching this to understand and not hear words like, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to accept that through video. I right? appreciate you pushing. It.
1: <laughs> it is important that we have these conversations. Mm-hmm. We have to normalize these type of conversation, guys. I got a high school diploma. I wasn't born here. I came here 13 years ago. And I'm telling you, if I can learn this stuff, and I know it's cliche, if I can learn it, you can learn it too. It is true. And you have to decide, knowing this information, what can this information do, not only for you, but your kids that's growing up. Mm. Mm-hmm. We need to stop putting our kids in a bad situation where they come out and, and, and credit is the enemy don't do credit. Credit is bad. Cut your credit cards up. I'm sure some of y'all listening have heard those words before. I heard it. Credit is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen because this exists here and it is not everywhere else. Jamaica, you need to have your money or you don't. There's no credit to make you a millionaire where you can bridge that gap. hmm And because a lot of people are in the picture here in America, they cannot see the frame. Mm -hmm. Me, coming from outside of this country, where credit is not a thing, and seeing the capabilities of what it can do, I made seven figures in a year and a half. It's one of the most... (sighs) It's the most beautiful thing Ever created? Because if you don't come from money, or if you weren't rich, or a trust fund baby, mm-hmm. you can use credit, leverage your finances to become a millionaire.
0: Those things I know are true. That is true, and I I want to communicate to that um, everybody won't build wealth or live their lives the true. same way, right? Uh, w- you can preach credit education, consumer law education to thousands and thousands of people, only a percentage of people will actually care enough to understand to Mm -hmm. at least do the research. And that's that's what I'm saying. You know, maybe at least do the research. These are some things that even I am unfamiliar with. But I do know that information is hidden Mm -hmm. I do know uh, as a product of discovering information. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I generated the success that I've been able to generate. Mm -hmm. I do know, guys, that um, we we've been taught or we've been programmed to believe certain things like credit is bad when wealthy, when wealthy people are leveraging credit to get rich. Right. Mm -hmm. Some some people are even taught that. Setting a goal to become rich is bad. It's evil. It's not of God, right? When <laughs> though these things are taught, um, we learn a tax strategy, right? That mm-hmm. help us save money on tax. These are not things that are traditionally taught just across the board. It's kind of like an if you know, you know kind of deal. And it's almost also like um, if you're in the right circles, you start mm-hmm. uncovering this information. So this conversation, specifically as it relates to consumer law, like the laws are right here. They Just like just like tax laws are right here. Mm-hmm. The issue is the average American person doesn't sit down prior to filing or planning for their taxes. They don't sit down and they don't go through the pages and pages and pages and pages. The information is made. I mean, it's so much information. It's hard to commit to going through it. But the information, just like in tax law, is there. Consumer law, what Doreen is talking about is here. Um, So that part I can certainly um, attest to. And I think that it is worth your time, especially if you're in a situation where you have um, bad credit or you're unable to uh, make decisions about your life because of past experiences financially. I think it's worth your time to take a deep dive a little bit like we just did here and look into consumer law. Uh, for yourself and get information from, you know, uh, professionals like Doreen or whoever you have in your community, go and talk to the consumer attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to urge people though, in this credit space, like make sure you do your research. 100%. Make sure you do your research.
1: 1 million percent. And if you're working with anyone and they refuse to educate you on the process you might want to find somebody else because if i'm if you're paying me and i can't break down what i'm doing to you so you fully comprehend the whole process i don't think you should be working with me at mm. all mm. where where's your credibility and mm-hmm. credibility goes a far away because yeah. we know that bad credit is a mindset sometimes life happens mm-hmm. but in order to get a different output, we got to change the input. So if you start learning good credit habits, like learning the snowball method, I've used that to pay down $15,000 worth of credit card debt. Yeah. Right. Learning the snowball method, learning how the utilization works for FICO. FICO says if you're under 10 percent utilization, that's where you max out most of the points. Mm -hmm. Well, utilization, which is 30 percent, makes up one hundred and sixty five points on the FICO scale. Yeah. We know it ranges from three hundred to eight fifty. That's five hundred and fifty points. Payment history where late payment falls. Is 35%. That's 192.5 points. Yes. So when you know how to break down these percentages and you go to the age, which is 15%, that's 82.5 points. Yeah. So that's where your trade lines come in, you being an authorized user. When we talk about the inquiries now, you're applying 10 times for the month come on, you just lost up to 55 points, yeah. new credit att- attributes for 55 points.
0: Well, and you, we don't always have to be playing defense either. There are some things that we can do to be proactive. Um, and, and especially us that are of age and we have children like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for example, when I started really learning about credit, my ex is a credit education professional as well. Mm-hmm. And, I got to see firsthand that he really knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is how I met you. So there is, um, you know, I, I just know that when it comes to at least the understanding of consumer law, you really know this stuff. And it wasn't, I attempted for years. Like I've known, uh, since my twenties,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how important credit was because like
1: 20, what do you mean since your twenties? You look like 25. Stop it. You do. Guys, am I lying? Like, drop it. What, what do you think? She, what, you, what do you think her age is? I think she's like twenty-seven. That's what I think.
0: With a whole twenty-one-year-old child sitting right here.
1: So what I think in this moment <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that that's what is. But look at her. If I never knew you or knew you had a daughter, I would have never thought you would over, you would be over thirty at all.
0: So I'm forty-four. He's so funny to me right now. <laughs> I am 44, but let me stay focused. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm sorry.
0: So I, I like just...
1: older women. I'm, <sighs> I'm sorry.
0: Here we go. How old are you, Doreen? Huh?
1: Mm-hmm. 33. Are you really? I am.
0: Really? Yes. You're a baby with all this information.
1: A baby, huh?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. To, to me, you know, you're very, very young. Like people, when you think about people who know... Um, who are when you think about hiring people to work on your finances, things Mm -hmm. like I just know that I had a really hard time. Like when I was in real estate and helping people make huge financial decisions because I've always looked a lot younger than I actually am.
1: I didn't even
0: get, I didn't get some clients. I didn't get some business because they didn't think that, I knew my stuff because they thought I was so young. Does that impact you at all?
1: No, it's important what comes out of your mouth. That first 10 to 15 seconds of meeting someone, they'll make a decision on whether they're going to work with you or not. And this is why I'm very particular about the words that come out of my mouth. And you will know on first impression, I am your guy.
0: Yeah. I wish, like I was saying back to my point that um, it's not even I wish, it's if you were watching this, And you have good credit or bad credit or whatever. Don't always be in a position where you have to react to your bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Like as you're learning this information now, set yourself up to be proactive. For example, um, I was building my daughter's 700 plus credit score when I had bad credit. I had bad credit. Mm Right. Right. And so what would end up happening was in college, I went to college and, you know, they got all the credit card companies out there trying to get you set Mm -hmm. up. I went for it. I didn't even know what credit meant. I literally had such little understanding because I grew up in a home that didn't use credit. It was Mm -hmm. like cash rules, everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I had such little understanding that I literally thought I was applying for a gift. Like when I got it, like, Mm -hmm. wow, you guys are giving me a thousand dollars. And I went and ran it up. I didn't, nobody told me you had to pay that back. Mm -hmm. Like I thought it was like an award, a reward or something. And so, um, later I would learn no, but I, I'd gotten so many of these charge cards were really Mm -hmm. popular, um, on on my college campus. Can we
1: just go a little bit into that?
0: Hold on. Yeah. Let, let me, let me say this because I want to record that part charge cards were a really popular thing and so i destroyed my credit i did not understand any consumer law i didn't even understand um a credit report right Mm. and so i went about this trying to fix it myself so many times and i would get it done I i would google stuff get it done But then I would just go and have bad credit all over again, like because nobody was teaching me Mm -hmm. the law and nobody was teaching me leverage. Most Mm -hmm. importantly, nobody was teaching me that you don't get the credit card to use the credit card to pay for things that you don't have the money for. You use it for leverage, Mm -hmm. you know, in other areas anyway. So I start learning this credit information Um, And even though I understood as understood it, I have to really uh, attribute a lot of my understanding about certain financial principles and credit uh, to my ex, Mm -hmm. because he really broke it down for me in a way that I understand it. I see it and I can apply it. Mm -hmm. Right. I I saw him apply it and then I um, could apply it, too. And one of the most the, the proudest things was when my daughter turned 18 years old and pulled her credit report. And her score was like a 747 or something Amazing. like that. I was proud of that because what I did was put her as authorized users. Mm-hmm. The moment she turned 15, which some of them you can do at 13, mm-hmm. I didn't know. You can right? even
1: do it earlier, too. For earlier, some of them. too.
0: So I didn't even know that this was a thing. But mm-hmm. when I learned it, I made her an authorized user on some of my credit accounts. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, you got to be paying your bills on time. Correct. So I'm paying my bills on time, paying them on time. And when she turned 18 years old. Her credit score matched mine and I never before before the age of. So I don't even know because I wasn't checking my credit score. I didn't even know to do that like in my early 20s. -hmm. But what I will say is I don't think I saw with my own two eyes myself having an over 700 credit score until I was in my mid 30s. And here my daughter was at 18 years old and I set her up on this credit journey. And now we, we do the same thing. Like, Hey, here's how you monitor your reports. Mm-hmm. Let's review them at least mm-hmm. quarterly. This is what we're doing. And I'm like really on it, Beautiful. really on it. So the, that's what I mean about being proactive. Like you may be in a really dire situation right now, but your kids, let's mm-hmm. give them a chance. Let's get mm-hmm. them set up. And not so you can be putting your phone bill <laughs> in their name so they actually have some power some some buying power and it's not when it comes to credit just about buying it's not just purchasing power but sometimes the jobs mm-hmm. that they get will depend on it the zip code that they live in mm-hmm. will depend on it the confidence mm-hmm. that they have will depend on it sometimes the networks that you have access to depend on this so this is a real conversation like
1: I'm so proud of you yeah. I'm so proud of you and what you did with Baby Girl.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Like that's that's the end result. This is why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. We cannot pass bad credit on anymore. We need to stop. Mm-hmm. And the I don't know, no one ever taught me. It's an excuse. It's a mm-hmm. crutch. Mm-hmm. There's so much things you can learn.
0: Yeah.
1: This that she is the product yeah. of why I'm doing what I do.
0: Yeah. These uh, babies over here are Platinum American Express card holders. Oh, my God! All right. These, these babies over here got their own, all right? Wow. Like. <laughs>
1: see, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My people are destroyed from a lack of information. So if we know that our people are destroyed from a lack of information, doesn't that make the opposite true? That if my people are educated, they will not be destroyed.
0: That is that Now, that is a fact
1: abundance
0: abundance abundance is your birthright it is abundance is your birthright um i i love this conversation so much doraine i wish we had more time um to go a little further maybe in a couple of months we'll bring you back find out
1: if they want a part two
0: or we can find out y'all tell us if, if if you want us to go down that path and give you a part two but um give us give us some some words so what i'd like for um because we were going in a great direction Right now, mm-hmm. uh, the people who are watching this doesn't matter if they have good or bad credit. Everybody has a credit report, right? Correct. Every adult um, and even every child is just not visible. There's until, reports. <laughs> there's reports.
1: There's reports.
0: What should con- a consumer do right now to make sure their reporting information, like what's the what's the first couple of steps that they can take right now mm-hmm. with some action that they can take right now to make sure the reporting information um, is accurate or not?
1: All right, so you cannot know what you're going to fix or what you're going to delete if you don't know what the report looks like. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is go to Mm annualcreditreport.com for free. You don't have to pay for it. Go to annualcreditreport.com. You get an opportunity to pull your Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Mm -hmm. Or you could write them. Send a letter in requesting your consumer file. By law, they have to send it to you for free. And then just get a pen, get a highlighter, start going through it. Mm -hmm. Are your names correct? Are there variations of your name? Is somebody's name on there that it's not even supposed to be on there. Yeah. Addresses. Mm-hmm. Are all of these my addresses? Are these addresses outdated? Well, they need to go. Mm. Right? Is there an address on there that, that I don't recognize? Mm-hmm. If there is an address on there or are addresses on there that you don't recognize, chances are, beloved, you are a victim of identity theft.
0: Mm-hmm. That is true.
1: Right? So now we go into the accounts are all the accounts on your reports your account? Or is there accounts on there that you never open, but it's there with a hefty line of credit that you don't even know where this line of credit came from? And then, hmm, there was an address that I didn't recognize and a name that I didn't recognize Congratulations, you are a victim of identity theft. What do you do? 15 USC 1681C2. It teaches you and tells you exactly what to do to block information that came as a result of an alleged identity theft. Mm-hmm. In 4 days, you can have it deleted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, if you don't know what is on there, you cannot you, you're not going to know which direction to go. And this is why I say own your own truth so no one can use your truth against you. Your consumer report is your truth. Pull the report. Identify what is yours. Identify what is not. If there's inaccuracies, the law specifically says 15 U.S.C. 1681, accuracy and fairness of the consumer report. It must be accurate. It must be fair. And it must be equitable to the consumer.
0: I love it. I love it. You just said um, you you just said something a principle in which I live my life by. Own your own truth so that nobody can use it against you. Facts. And with that said, you guys, we are going to wrap this up. I want you to own your own truth so that nobody can use Mm -hmm. your truth against you. And do me a favor. I'm curious to know like how important uh, these kind of conversations are in the comments right now. I want you to drop what age at what age, what age were you when you became credit savvy? Mm. Okay, I want to know when you became credit savvy. Uh, and let me know, are you in the process of uh, are you on your journey to good credit or do you have good credit already or do you just not know what to do? I want I'm curious to know where you stand in this uh, particular conversation. So, Doreen, how can we find you?
1: Um, social media, Doreen Delavante. So that's D-A-R-A-I-N-E. D e l e v a n t e all social media YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest,
0: everything, everything, Just everything.
1: Find me. I'm very Googleable. I think it's a word. Is, there, is it, it a word?
0: If it isn't, it is now. Yeah. So you can find Derrain on all social media platforms. You will also be able to see the link to his social media platforms uh, right in the description of wherever you are watching this information. And uh, also, you can drop the third thing. You know, we're all about action. What was your biggest takeaway? Like once we got really deep into understanding what Durain was actually saying, what was the biggest piece of information that led to the biggest takeaway Mm. for you? Thank you for watching another episode of Full Transparency. I'll see you next week.